Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and today I want to talk about excuses, rationalizing choices that maybe are different from the choices we told ourselves we would make, how we justify, how we talk ourselves out of our very best or break promises that we make to ourselves. And I want to start off by sharing a confession that I posted on my blog, I believe on Tuesday. And what I shared on the blog, for those of you that don't know, I do blog every day, Monday through Friday, with my own thoughts, my own journey, my workouts, and my food choices. You can check those out over on primalpotential.com. What I shared with you guys on Tuesday is how I caught myself beginning Monday night making excuses. I looked at the Tuesday workout on Monday night and immediately thought, huh, maybe I'll take a rest day tomorrow. And I quickly, like instantly, started creating a story about, well, maybe I could work out at home. I really have a lot of work to do, so maybe it actually saved time if I work out at home and, you know, that way I can be more careful with my wrist that I tweaked last week. Basically, I started making a bunch of excuses. And I immediately began talking myself out of a workout because it looked hard. That's the only reason, because it looked hard. But I took the opportunity to not just say, that looks hard, I'm not going to do it, to say, well, I could work out at home and, you know, I really have a lot of work to do, so this will make it go faster. It's not that we just make an excuse. We rationalize it. So it seems benign when oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes it's not so benign. That process of rationalizing what is truly an excuse, so it looks like less of an excuse and more of a reasoned argument, it holds us back. That is one of the major reasons we don't make progress. So when I looked at this workout on Monday night, I saw running, box jumps, pull-ups, wall balls, more running, more box jumps, more pull-ups, more wall balls. And I immediately went to the path of rationalizing why I should not do that workout. But the truth is, I should. I need to. I didn't need a day off. I just, in that moment, didn't want to do a hard workout because it was hard. And I went to bed that night, Monday night, planning my at-home workout. In my head, I was like, well, I can do some bike sprints and some kettlebell swings and some burpees right in my living room. And I woke up on Tuesday, and I did not go to the gym at my normal time. I did have to go pretty much next door to the gym to my chiropractor appointment. And while I was sitting there waiting, I just got really honest with myself. And instead of the whole story about how I didn't have time... I said, I'm avoiding this workout because it sounds hard. 
and I don't feel like doing a hard workout today. I knew that I needed to work out, so I created this story that I could work out at home or at my apartment complex. But in that moment of being really honest with myself and acknowledging that I was creating a story around why it made sense not to do the workout, I was just avoiding really owning the excuse I was making. And so I asked myself, just like I asked you guys in episode 404, what is really happening here without your story, without your story about work, without your story about working out at home? What is really happening is I am avoiding a workout because it's hard. So right there in that moment, I knew I had a chance to break a pattern, a pattern that is not a helpful pattern. And I'm going to share with you three different ways for you to try to do the same thing. But I'll tell you first what it looked like for me on Tuesday. As soon as I got honest and said, you know, what is happening here without the story? You're making an excuse to avoid doing something hard. I told myself, the thing you are avoiding, that workout, is the thing you need to do. What you don't want to do in this moment, what you are tempted to excuse away, is the thing you must do. So I drove home, changed my clothes, went to the gym. And as I warmed up, thoroughly dreading what was a very hard-for-me workout, I kept telling myself what I don't want to do is what I must do, and this right here is growth. This right here is progress. This right here is how change happens. This is how I become stronger. This is how I become a better athlete. This is how I become a better person, right, and a more brave person. What I resist because it feels hard is the very thing I need to embrace and commit to. And the workout was just as hard as I thought it would be. For those of you that are curious, I also posted it up on the blog, which I do every Monday through Friday. It was called Kellen Helly because it was a blend of two CrossFit girl workouts known as Helen and Kelly. So the workout was called Kellen Helly. It was a 400 meter run. And you're doing all of this as fast as possible. So 400 meter run, followed by 30 box jumps, then 30 wall balls, then another 400 meter run, then 21 kettlebell swings, 12 pull-ups, another 400 meter run, 21 kettlebell swings, 12 pull-ups, another 400 meter run, 30 box jumps, 30 wall balls, puke on the ground. Except I managed to avoid puking on the ground, which is a good thing. And I kept telling myself throughout the workout, you don't need to stop. You just want to. And there is a difference. Keep going. And I afterwards was really proud that I saw through what was happening. Here you are rationalizing when what you're really doing is making an excuse. And I decided to change it. And the key for me in that was not the workout itself. The key for me, the real opportunity and the real win for me in that situation was noticing that I was in a pattern of rationalizing and justifying. If we want to change the way we act, it's not enough that we know how we want to act and then we try, right? It's not enough to say, I want to eat clean and I'm going to do it in this way. The key is to know when and where and how we justify, how we talk ourselves out of execution, how we wrap a story around an excuse to make it seem like it's okay, right? To justify it. The key is knowing when and where and how we each individually are most likely to justify and then catching ourselves in those moments to make a change. 
Before we talk about how to make a change and the options, because it certainly does not always require that you go head first into that thing you want you don't want to do, like I did with the workout. There are tiers of options. Before we talk about that, I want to give some thought to the other part of it, which is really knowing how to recognize when you are doing it. Because before we talk about the strategies for change, we have to really talk about how do you even notice? How do you go from this being something that happens subconsciously to something that you're actually paying attention to? Most of us have a few common scripts, a few go-to justifications or rationalizations, otherwise known as excuses. We have a few set ways that we talk ourselves out of what we said we would do or talk ourselves into doing less than what we planned to do. While there are a bazillion different ways to do this, most of us have a few standbys. These are the ways we talk ourselves into a decision to avoid missing out on something we want or avoid a feeling of pain or discomfort by doing something we should do or planned to do. So the first step in this is saying, what are those things for me? And while most of us have more than one, we probably have two or three that are the most common. This is so important. In a moment where you're not actively doing that, you're not actively justifying, rationalizing, making excuses and wrapping them up in stories so you feel better about it. When you're not in one of those moments, asking yourself, how do I do this? What are the arguments I use to rationalize or justify breaking a promise I made to myself? And I'll give you a few examples that I see most often. Using the rationalization that you will be super on point tomorrow. So a delay tactic, right? I'll eat better tomorrow. I won't have any sugar tomorrow. I'm going to eat all of those cookies so that they don't tempt me anymore. That is rationalization, right? So if delay is how you do it, get really clear on the language you use to tell that story. Or maybe you use the progress rationalization. I deserve it. I've been so good. I've been making so much progress. My body probably needs a little sugar, as if a donut is ever a need of your body. That is rationalization. Based on progress or consistency, I've been so good. Or maybe you use your circumstances as your most common rationalization. It's been a long day. I've got so much going on. I don't have time. I'm emotional, PMS, whatever. That is a rationalization. Know where and when you begin to do that. Get very clear on the specific language you use to rationalize or justify. And I shared on this past Sunday's VIP email, free email list, are you on it? All you got to do is go to the homepage of primalpotential.com, drop in your name and email address, and you're on it. But as I shared in the email that went out this past Sunday, a quote from Jen Sincero's new book, You Are a Badass at Making Money, um, how so often we waste time rationalizing the mediocre when that time could be spent creating the magnificent, right? Time wasted rationalizing the mediocre. That is what so much of this is. That's what it was for me when I was like, oh, maybe I should work out at home and, uh, you know, save a little bit of time. I was rationalizing the mediocre when going and doing a workout that scares me, that's hard for me, makes me better. It makes me mentally stronger. It makes me physically stronger. And it makes me believe in myself more. It builds my confidence. So the next time I see a workout like that, I know, hey, 
I can do that instead of limiting myself with fear, right? Time spent rationalizing the mediocre could be spent creating the magnificent. We get into this pattern where we debate temptation or we create stories around excuses as if it is the first time we've ever been overtired or overemotional or somebody has offered us a treat when we said we weren't going to have any processed food in that day, right? Really know how you justify breaking the promises you've made to yourself or talking yourself into a choice that you later don't feel so good about it. Once we recognize The key after that is to be resourceful in the face of rationalization, right? And I am not telling you to stop justifying, rationalizing, or making excuses. That's not the first step. The first step is recognizing when you do it. And that's our first opportunity to make a change, right? When you recognize, I'm talking myself out of my best, I'm talking myself into an excuse, Have that be the beginning of the conversation with yourself instead of the end. It's not, oh, yep, found an excuse that fits. Next. Go towards it. What's happening here? Instead of excuse accepted. There are three different ways that I want to share with you that you can respond when you recognize that you are rationalizing and justifying and making excuses. And these go in terms of easiest to most challenging, because we don't always have to say, like I did with the workout, I'm going to go do the thing I'm afraid to do. That's one option, but it's not your only option. So the first option, when you recognize, oh, that's the language that I recognized. I'm telling myself I'll start tomorrow. I'm telling myself I'll eat super clean tomorrow. I know that's a pattern that doesn't serve me. The first option is just be honest with yourself recognize it, remove the story. And just like I did with myself, what is happening here without the story I'm putting around it? I'm just skipping a workout because it looks hard. The first step is to just be honest. Don't tell the story about how you're going to be better tomorrow. If you're in that moment where you're like, yeah, I'm going to have these cookies, but tomorrow I'm going to be super great. Remove the story in step one, tier one of responding more effectively to this rationalization is simply... I want a cookie and I'm going to eat it, period. That's it. No story necessary. That's step one. Just be honest with yourself. Don't wrap around all of this justification and all of this rationalization so that you feel better about it. That doesn't help. Just shoot straight with yourself. That is a massive first step. The second tier, the second option is when you recognize that you're doing this, Just say, okay, what can I do, right? I know I'm trying to get out of this or I really want to eat these cookies or I want to call it a day and binge and then reset tomorrow. That's the desire. But if it's either don't do it or do it, where's the middle ground? How can I find a little bit of middle ground here? What am I able and willing to do that's maybe an improvement off of what I would normally do? So in my case with that workout, I could have said, you know what, I'm going to go to the gym for that workout. But if the running is what scares me the most, I'm going to bike instead of run. Or I'm going to 
do uh, box step ups instead of box jumps. So I'm going to take part of it that intimidates me and I'm going to make it a little bit more approachable. Whatever it is, the first tier is just be honest with yourself and shoot straight about the story that you're telling. Remove the story altogether and say, I want cookies. I want to indulge. I don't want to work out. I want to blow off that project. The second tier is, where's the middle ground? Between these two extreme options, is there a middle ground that I'm okay with just for today, right? If you're putting off some project that you said you would do for work when you got home and you're thinking, oh, I'll just deal with it tomorrow, you can maybe say, I'm going to do an outline right now. I'm going to do an outline. I'm going to at least get some work done on it, or I'm going to set a timer. And instead of having it be a three-hour chunk of my night, I'm going to give it 20 minutes of focused attention, right? What can you do? Where is the middle ground when you recognize that you are rationalizing, justifying, or making excuses? And then the third tier is run headfirst into the hard thing that you are avoiding. Take the approach like I did in the workout where it's the thing that I fear, the thing that I'm trying to get out of is the very thing I need to do, and the fastest path to growth and bravery, and confidence, and progress. I will do the hard thing. The thing I am resisting, the phone call I don't want to make, the conversation I don't want to have, the cookie I don't want to say no to, the workout I don't want to do, that is the very thing I am going to do. And then I'm going to give myself a check mark in the column of I did something to stretch myself, to challenge myself, to make myself grow today. The first here is just be honest about what you're choosing without justifying it. No justification, no rationalization. The second is finding some middle ground. It's not just all or nothing. Where is a middle ground I can meet myself at? And then the third option is I will do the hard thing. The very thing I want to avoid is the thing that makes the most difference we first need to recognize. So do not skip that first step of how am I doing this? What are the most common arguments I am using to talk myself into something that I later regret or out of something I told myself I would do, right? That is the process to take. And I'll also say that this idea that we're talking about today and also what we talked about in episode 404 is what Breaking Barriers is all about, right? Breaking Barriers is the self-guided e-course that I've put together to deal with everything that is not related to the food aspect of change or the fitness aspect of change. So negative self-talk, doubt, sabotage, excuses, right? If you are listening to this going, oh, this is where my work is, then at least head over to the show notes and take a look at the post that I will link to called What is Breaking Barriers? I'm not saying it's right for you, but this is where most people are in trouble. You know how to set goals. You know what you should do, but your execution holds you up either because of excuses, because of emotion, because of self-doubt or sabotage, those non-food factors. So at a minimum, if you're thinking this is so me or if you listen to episode 404 about stories and negative self-talk and you thought this is so me, at least go over to the show notes and take a look at that What is Breaking Barriers post so you can see Is this 
logical for me to get some help in this area so that I can no longer be my biggest roadblock, so that I am no longer holding myself back and I am able to execute on all of those things that matter most to me. All right, I want to wrap up by giving you guys a heads up to be paying attention to my blog and or my Instagram stories. I just placed an order from Thrive Market today for Great Lakes Gelatin because I am going to be tackling again mocha gummies or bulletproof coffee gummies. Probably do some without coffee as well so that I can have them later in the day. Um, But I love gummies. And I obviously try to stay away from sugar and and fruit uh, for the most part because I would rather my carbs come from something other than fruit, uh, like sweet potato. But anyway, I ordered the Great Lakes gelatin because I want to play around with some different gummy recipes. Think like gummy bears, uh, but with bulletproof coffee stuff or with cacao powder and some stevia. So I'm going to be playing around with that after Ascend. Ascend is in less than two weeks now. Crazy, crazy. So I am in whole hog. Get ready for that. The other thing about gelatin is I want to start putting it in my coffee at least a couple times a week. Gelatin is so good for your skin and your joints and your gut health and a million other things. And I got to say, I'm really happy. I've bought it before and I've used it before and I've played around with those gummies. It's been a couple of years. And now getting it through Thrive Market, saving over five bucks for one thing of the gelatin, right? Because it's $14.55, I think, on Thrive Market, and it's over 20 bucks on Amazon, right? And I was an Amazon loyalist for a very, very, very long time. Um, I want to remind you guys who are ordering anything from Thrive Market, little pro tip that I've mentioned before, Place an order when you have over 49 bucks worth of stuff to buy. That way you naturally get free shipping. Now, if it's your first time and you go through that URL, thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential, you will get free shipping on that order. Even if it's not over 49 bucks, just for using that URL, you'll also save an additional 25%. Uh, and also pay attention to their deal of the day because I think every day, if not almost every day, You basically get something for free when you order over $49 worth of stuff. So you get free shipping and that free thing. A couple weeks ago, I got, um, I think it was three free bottles of Picnic Butter Coffee. Today, when I ordered, because I got a few other things other than the gelatin, I got the new candy that Tom Brady, you know, Patriots Tom Brady, if you don't know Tom Brady, we can't be friends. Uh, he is endorsing this this all-natural kind of candy line, and that was their free giveaway today. I'll try it. I'm probably not going to eat a lot of it, but I might uh, bring it to Ascend and give it out to folks. But that is the deal. Keep your eyes on my blog, because I'll be playing around with some different gelatin things for you to potentially try out as well. Hope you guys have a great day. I will link to all the things I've mentioned, Breaking Barriers, Thrive Market, the Great Lakes Gelatin, over on the show notes at primalpotential.com. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash 
join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.